Okay, I wanted to share a thought specifically related to Purim Katan that I was thinking about the last few days. Try to understand the significance of having a Purim that's not really a Purim, or having a month that's not really a month. And one of the thoughts that I had was uh, the idea of the unconscious versus the conscious. Maybe in some way Purim Katan Adar Aleph is a is like uh, the unconscious world. We don't actually, we're not mechuyiv to be mekayim any of the mitzvahs, yet the Gemara tells us that there's no distinction between Adar Aleph and Adar Beis, except some of the mitzvahs of Purim become more yodua over time that there seems to be a, a specific mitzvah to make a suda, but there's no real drinking and there's no, um, certainly no matanus levyanim, shvachmanos, and megillah, Perhaps Adar Aleph is kind of like the intention, the kavana of Purim, and Purim itself is the kavana and the Misa. So perhaps Adar Aleph is more like the, the Rishima, if you will, or some of the, the uh, not the Rishima, maybe the opposite of the Rishima, but like the intentionality, so to speak. So maybe Adar Aleph has within it the koichas of Purim, but not the reality of Purim. But then I was thinking to myself, maybe we could say this in a different way. There, in our emuna, in our faith in God, what we're accustomed to, if we are trying to live with faith, if we are trying to live a life, that we are able to go to that space within ourselves, in our minds of belief, of believing in Hashem, Amuna is rooted in a reality of unknowing. We cannot know whether or not there really is a God. We certainly don't know what God's Seder in this world is, what God's intentions with us in this world is. And whenever it is that we get to a space where we think we understand why Hashem is doing what Hashem is doing or how Hashem is running the world, whenever we get that, to that space and have a momentary reprieve in our lives that make us feel like, oh, now we understand what Hashem is doing or we find the silver lining and and something that was frustrating, uh, Hashem kind of pulls it, pulls back again, and then we're left not knowing. And so, for those of us that are working hard in belief, in in believing that there's a power that's greater than ourselves, that there's a power that's really high, and that we live our lives trying to connect through belief to that greater, larger, divine, beyond infin infinite power called Hashem that helps us to try, to try to transcend above the realities of this world. To live a life of faith means that even though P, things are hard, I still try to tune in and recognize that Hashem is doing things. And since it's Hashem who's doing those things, I'm able to be happy. I'm able to feel loved by a power and a force that's beyond me, that's greater than me. The, the the master of the universe who's created all things magnificent also looks at me and thinks that I am magnificent, that I am beyond magnificent. And therefore, the things that happen in my life, the, the, the trials and tribulations of my life don't hurt so much. That whole Indian of Amuna. What about the world of Yudhiya? What about the reality that we know, right? So it's one thing to tune in to connect, to connect to God in a way where I am going above 
I'm going deeper. I'm looking for the deeper meaning behind things so I can somehow assuage some of the pain of life. I know things are stressful, but I push myself to calm down because Hashem is there and present with me. I'm, I'm afraid, but I tune into the real year of Shemayim. So all of that in that world of Amuna means that I'm able to go beyond this reality and to connect to that space of Hashem. On Purim, we're commanded to push yourself to that place of of not knowing, the unknowing realm, the realm where all possibilities are open, the realm that's hidden in plain sight, to recognize that there's a reality that goes beyond. <coughs> that's a beautiful madrega. That's, that is the madrega of Amuna. Purim is the highest day of our calendar because Purim is the time where we recognize that that which is hidden, that which is unknown in our lives, we are okay and comfortable and love being and attaching and connecting ourselves and raising our life to that space of loyada. So we could remove our minds and we stop contemplating and being lost in all of the stressors that we have in our lives. So we could live in that realm called loyada. That's the world of Amuna. But what about reality? That's not about Amuna. What about the space in reality that is called Yada, Yadiya, the world that I know? Another way of saying this is a world devoid of God. What about a world devoid of God? What about the way, the times that I experience life without God? The random day that I'm having and I don't remember to tune into Hashem or it doesn't feel like I'm really interested in connecting to Hashem or Hashem just doesn't enter my existence. And that world of midos, of impulse, of me living in impulsivity, of me not thinking about the beauty of Hashem, but me living day to day, me living in this moment without anything other than what's happening, the consequences of what's happening in this moment. And my automatic reaction to life without any polished work, but simply impulse. A bad thing happens, I'm in a bad mood. A good things happen, I'm in a good mood. Exciting things happen, I'm excited. I get hungry, I get crave cravings, I get interests, I get frustrated, I get disappointed. That world of impulse, which is, the, which is really called the world of what we know. It's our, not awareness of what's happening to us, but it's our awareness of reality, the way that we know reality without adding God into it. A lower level of consciousness. If emuna, if faith is a higher level of consciousness headed more up the, the, the totem pole towards enlightenment, then Yadiya, the world of Yada, what I do know, is the world of, it's a lower level of consciousness. It's living in the reality of what I know and what I see without contemplation, without extra added meaning, without all the work and the years of trying to work on my faith of connecting to Hashem. Where does Hashem exist in the space that Hashem is not there? In other words, it's one thing to tune in and realize that there's something beyond what I see. I can tune in and take a step out of my reality so I can connect to Hashem and then bring that meaning back into life 
and enhance my life and in, in ways transcend. That's a beautiful thing. That's the world of Amuna. That's the world of Adalayada. But what about in those times in my life where things are not so great? Things are not so heightened. What about those moments in my life when I'm not in the mood of Hashem? I'm not in the mood of davening. I'm not in the mood of hispaitidus. I'm not in the mood of remembering. I'm not in the mood of encouragement. I'm simply just in a bad mood or I'm frustrated or I'm just not interested or I totally forget God. And I'm living in an existence of yediyah, of knowing what I know. And that is knowing what I see, what I sense with my senses and my automatic reactions to those senses. Where does God fit in there? And I think that, that this is what the distinction between Adar Aleph and Adar Beis is. On a regular year, there's no distinction made between Yediya and Iyadiya. We go straight to that place of Amuna. On Purim, we celebrate the highest levels of the Nistaros, that which is hidden. We tune into that which is hidden. We recognize that. Hashem is in everything. On an Ibriyar, on a leap year, we celebrate what's called Purim Katan. Purim Katan, the word Katan, I think, hints to what's called the Meichen de Katnus. Meichen de Katnus in English means a lower level of consciousness. That is life without any enlightenment. That is life without any awareness of something beyond what's happening in this moment. That's called Meichen de Gadlus. That's an expanded consciousness. Meichen de Katnus is a not expanded consciousness. It's living in the here and now without any sense of God, without any sense of what could be, without any sense of transcendence, manifestation, anything beyond what's happening right here, right now. And so for me, Purim Katan is about celebrating and recognizing that even in those moments in my life, when I don't feel interested in God, even in those moments when life doesn't necessarily look bleak, but it doesn't also look anything more magnificent, even in those moments of mundanity, of simplicity, in automatic and impulsive response, in those stages of lower levels of consciousness where I'm more likely to be angry and frustrated and filled with shame and be insulted and, and feel like I am not riding on top of the waves, but I'm simply being crashed about by life. In those moments of lower levels of consciousness where I feel my Meichen de Katnus is ruling. Today's the day we celebrate the beauty of those moments too. Because there's something that's magnificent about life at any level of consciousness. There's something magnificent about being alive, even when I don't think there's anything interesting about magnificence. There's something beautiful about living in mundanity, even during those moments when I don't feel like beauty is interesting. There's something transcendent about living life in the most mundane way. That's the beauty of the paradox of Purim Katan.
My bracha, my hope for all of us is that we have the capacity to tune in in our own life. In these weeks of, of Adar Aleph, of a Purim Katan, where my life seems to be not related to Amuna, my life seems to have nothing to do with Amuna. I'm only living in that which I see. I'm only living in a space of what I know. I'm not living in any transcendent or meaningful or meaning-making way. I'm simply just breathing. And life feels mundane and life feels boring and sometimes life feels empty and sometimes I feel bored and sometimes I feel lazy. Purim Katan is the time to celebrate those moments too. To recognize that Hashem is there in those moments also. I might not know it. I might not feel it. I might not see it. I might not be interested in it. But to recognize there's nothing more beautiful than being alive. There's nothing more beautiful than knowing, even if it's in the back of my mind, Hashem thinks that I'm the most magnificent human being in the world, even when we're not doing anything special, even when I'm not feeling anything special. To have that memory implanted, that idea implanted on my heart to know that my magnificence is not determined by magnificent moments that my meaningfulness is not determined by meaningful moments and my beauty is not determined by my, my beautiful acts or the experiences of beauty. It's just me, little old me. In the, in the realm of Meichen de Katnas, I get to have a Purim too. A Freilchen Purim Katnas.